I see Owen Hart, Arn Anderson, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, Jake the Snake Roberts, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Why am I naming wrestlers, you ask? Because these guys are among the greatest wrestlers ever. But you know what's missing from their resume? They never won the championship, the WWE championship, that is. You know why? Because it wasn't in the cards. The script writers didn't want them to have it. They were deemed as good heels, but never the boss to win the title, to be the face of the franchise. You know who was in a situation like that for years? Arsenal. They never wrote us in the script. They would always give us all the floppy calls, all the nonsense, all the propaganda. I mean, you saw it a couple of weeks ago when they took away that illegal goal from us against Lucifer. But hey, you guess what, guys? Now the Premier League script writers, they're writing us in. They're cheating for us to win. <laughs> hey, we still in first place. 3-2 victory over Liverpool. We ain't winning no league title. That's still Man City's. But hey, Arsenal top four? Now I'm actually feeling it. Well, this is champagne soccer. I know we've been talking about wrestling, but it's still champagne soccer. Greatest soccer podcast in the world. And hey, Arsenal's feeling like Booker T, bro. Remember, you remember Marcus when they was hating on Booker T for years, not trying to give him the WWE title, even though he was the five-time, five-time WCW champ. But hey, I'm feeling like Booker T. We, about, we might win something this year. What's going on, Marcus, Ephraim? Anthony's hey. playing FIFA, so he'll be back. What's good, y'all? Hey, what's going on? What's going on, man? But hold on, hold on, man. Yeah. This is the this is the Liverpool takeover this week, man. We, you know, you know, it's kind of rough right now, but you know what, <laughs> man? We're gonna get right into it, man. Break man, it down, man. What what's going on, man? Y'all, y'all out here, little brother finally taking over, huh? Really? Uh, it took I y'all almost a decade, but uh y'all went on and got that thing brother. done. <laughs> in this rivalry, they say Arsenal-Liverpool is the highest scoring matchup in Premier League history. If you look at the history of English soccer, we are the two most exciting attacking teams. So, hey, 3-2, great result, a lot of controversy. But before the match, a lot of people were focusing on the matchup between Martinelli and Trent Alexander-Arnold. Of course, Trent special player but he hasn't had the best season so far martinelli was able to take advantage in the first minute of the match you know a quick counter odegaard with the beautiful through ball martinelli was able to you know put us ahead early and then that's when you guys had to try to figure something out now how did you feel about the starting lineup because you know we've been talking about liverpool switching up their formation You know, you talked about the front four being interchangeable and unpredictable. How did you feel about the selection of the starting lineup? Because Arsenal's starting lineup at this point, it picks itself. The only difference was, my bad, uh, Tamiyasu had to start at left back because Zinchenko and uh, Tierney were hurt. But everybody else was be who would you expect it? Well, I knew what it was, um, to be quite honest with you. Only switch I would have had was for Bingo in the game. Um, you you can't be out there with him though, when you got uh Odegaard and just like dropping deep to 
to me, that doesn't make a lot of sense. And um, I mean, the the lineup, it picked itself in a sense because of what our injury report is. We pretty much got to start an 11 on the bench. But uh, to touch on that game, we can go ahead and go in, in depth in that game a little bit. Uh, my, I'll, I'll, I'll go with my three keys before the match started. Okay, and you can you after after I'm done, I, I want you, I want to hear your feedback on these. First grade soccer, high Trent and Hendo, limit Martinelli and Odegaard. How, how did you feel about we uh, our outlook on that? What, what did you think we did on that? <laughs> well, you know, nah, not too well, but like you mentioned, when you have Henderson and Tiago, none of these guys are shut down, you know, defensive midfielders. Hendo at a younger age was able to be a box-to-box darn high-high, like they say in FIFA when it comes to attacking and defensive work rate. And, you know, Peak Hendo was able to cover Trent on the flanks when Trent pushed up, but because he doesn't have that anymore, Martinelli was able to take advantage of the space behind and, you know, he's a great dribbler, very direct. And Odegaard, man, he was slicing and dicing. He's he's fulfilling the prophecy. That guy was a FIFA football manager wonder kid since he was 16. He's looking like the star right now. But, yeah, man, I think um, if you don't mind, I want to break down this part, too, because um, the positioning was different because the 4-2-3-1, Arsenal plays in a 4 Two three one. It's it's really a four three three because, like you said, Odegaard comes deep. He basically is in a three man midfield with Shaka and Partey. But one difference that I noticed is that Nunes. You know, he started. How do you think he did? He took the Firmino role in the sense of on the defensive end. He he did he marked Partey, and I think that's why Partey really wasn't on the ball. But I. I didn't see you. I didn't see a text from you. But what I caught was it was maybe 30 minutes in the game right before we got right before you guys got that sick, that late goal right before halftime. Uh, Arteta pulled Shaka to the side and just start telling him to go into certain pockets. Yeah. And I think that really fucked up Tiago's and uh, Hendo's mind because they weren't able to mark them. But to, to go back, to swing back on what you said with Nunez, uh, he was actually in my post-game uh, notes. It was teaching Nunez how to play on sides. <laughs> we might have set a record, bro. I've never seen Liverpool have five on, offside calls within the first half. That that was pretty amazing. Yeah. And, hey, I actually think Partey, he had one of his best games against Liverpool. These are some of the stats. 58 touches. Completed 39 of 43 passes for 91% accuracy. Completed six of the seven long balls pass. Five passes in the final third. Created one chance. Five clearances, five recoveries, two interceptions. He was doing everything. His diagonal ball, I even forgot how good of a passer he was because he don't be doing that often, but he was able to really show his range. He was impressive on a Sunday. He he was in the dark arts as well. Oh, yeah. You know, he had to take out, you know, Luis Diaz was the most threatening attacker. And, you know, I thought he had a, a hip injury because of the way 
Partey turned them like a top and they fell on top of them. But now they're saying it's a knee injury. He folded, my boy. Yeah, yeah, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. But hey, he had to do what he had to do because that guy is too elusive. That little dude, he's crazy. E, did you uh, just... did you did you peep the game? Have any thoughts? Oh yeah, I, I watched the whole thing. I thought, as I mentioned in the chat, I thought to me one of the standout performers was uh, Tamiyasu. I thought he uh, stepped into that that uh, was right back role pretty left back. Left back, excuse me, I apologize. Left back role pretty uh, pretty well. He definitely bottled up your man, uh, Salah. I mean, you didn't hear a word from him. He did nothing in that game, really. So um, I think he was asked to do exactly what he was supposed to do. He stepped in, didn't have to play like Zinchenko played. Um, he played like a pure a pure uh, uh, left back. And so I think he did a phenomenal job. He was definitely like, if it wasn't for the goal scoring, I think he would have been my man of the match, no doubt. Yeah, uh, so he was a baller. And uh, just to highlight that real quick, sorry, E. No, you good, please. Um, He won the most duels in the match out of any player with seven. One had the most possessions, one with seven. Most clearances with six. Most aerial duels, one with four. And most tackles with three. So, yeah, that's what he's there for. He is the best defensive fullback we have. He can also play, of course, his main position is right back. He can also yeah. play center back. This right. guy is a two-footed defender. He's designer, quality eight. Man. Yeah, I, 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 he stood out, he stood out big time in that game. Um, I thought I thought honestly, I thought Liverpool was gonna be done after that first goal uh when Martinelli scored. Um, but they held in it. I give him credit, they held in there. I was surprised by the picking. I'm I'm with you, Marcus. I thought Fabinho should have started over Henderson. Um, having two players that kind of play the same way, to me at least, didn't really seem like it was going to work for you guys. Um, I was surprised by some of the moves you guys made at halftime, uh, or uh, was it after halftime, uh, when they took out uh, Alexander Arnold? Before halftime, let's talk about that newness going to 34th minute. Yeah, yeah. Talk about that, Marcus. What did you see? And Ephraim, you as well. Well, I'll pop it off, and I think um, he finally got composed. I mean, some people are gonna say he was all sides, but there were a lot of offside goals in that game. A lot of handball yeah, goes. I don't think so. I'm gonna disagree with hey, that one. Hey, all I got to say is, why is it that we got reports that there was no footage of seeing soccer on the cameras? Why was there no footage right. of Martinelli? You know, allegations. They, you know, I guess they're <laughs> trying to say soccer is, is too black to be on film. Is that the allegation? Ooh, wow. What's the racism? Ooh, what wow. did? I oh, we already. You let's already talk, got an accusation. Yeah, let's talk Hendo. about the Nunes goal real quick because yeah, Gabriel, you're a geek. <laughs> the way you tried to clear the ball, idiotic. And then because you idiotically try to clear the ball unsuccessful, Saliba has to leave his man, try to make a late run. Ball goes through him. Boom, goal. Terrible defensive work. Gabriel, you've been the worst defender this year. And for Arsenal to maximize the team, you have to sit down. But that's another story for another day. Now you can talk about the controversial soccer goal. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you want to chip in before before I, I, I bring out my TMZ guys and my investigators? My private no, go for it. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, counter on you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, man. All I got to say is that soccer goal was, was very, very questionable. Uh, exhibit A. <laughs> Is uh, we already got a handball before before he got to the before the ball got to him. And who? Yeah, that was that should have been a handball. Who who did it? Okay, who okay. did the handball? 
It was Martinelli that got the handball, right? No, it That's was Gabriel, I... the center back. That oh, match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. him. Yeah. Not Martinelli. <laughs> that one. The one that gets the center down. I mean, but we let the we let this. They supposedly the referee said that wasn't in the same phase of play. Like I said, hey man, the script writers are favoring us now. Okay, we we need a new stat. We need the stat, but but to continue, my case is as soon as as soon as the pass is made, my man's is already past the Greek scouser. He jumped forward. You know who played him on? Who I think played him on? Who? I think it was Henderson. Henderson flailing back. Because if yep. you look again, you can see like Saka waits for the ball because he sees, oh yeah, I can't be too quick. I'll be off. He waits for the cross. Your man, Hendo, he had his, his he was on his Fajo swag leaning back. <laughs> Saka was like, oh, that's my chance. Let me play on. And then boom. That's what, but what was weird, Marcus, Ephraim, was that <laughs> they couldn't drop the line? They said they couldn't. They couldn't find. Couldn't find their pen. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. I, I mean, all I got to say, man, no var for no. No var ever came up. That's that was my thing. Like, it is that's true. when I knew the screenwriters were fooling with us. I was like, oh, I, we. Yeah, I was surprised that. by that, Mark. I'll be honest with you. As much as I argue with you about that being onside, I do agree. Like that's that's kind of wild that they didn't have like an onside or offside. Uh, replay just to see if it was and how they I don't know how they didn't weren't able to put in the offside line or not but I honestly thought he was onside like the like the the little screenshot that you uh posted in the chat I, the, the pass had already been made so he was already yeah he was offside at that point yeah but the pass had already been made at that point so he was allowed to be where he was but I thought he was onside uh like I'm I'm even looking at it right now and I know it's hard to tell on the highlights but even on the highlights, I'm like, I'm still sticking. I think he was on side, like straight up. I think it was a really good goal. Uh, yeah, um, I'm I'm gonna have to disagree with that. Man, I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I put in about ten minutes looking at that footage. Man, it was a <laughs> lot of questionable shit. But man, enough putting my team in the dirt. Hold on, hold on. Seventy-six minute. Well, we almost done. You know, it was, yeah. it was a hot match. You know it, man. It was <laughs> seventy-six hey, man. minute. The penalty, man. The England player of the year, 21 so, years old, Bukayo Saka. Come so I thought we were the match. told. I thought we were told before the season started, no more soft penalties. Mm. Hey, things change, you know. Come on, man. My boy barely, he went for the ball. It's in the script, man. Hey, y'all not y'all not hot this year. They're not giving y'all the script. Because yeah. we already know in all sports. The referees always favor the bigger teams. I didn't know oh. Arsenal were a big team anymore because in the history of the Premier League, we've always had to go above average to get out and write our own script. You know, we had to go undefeated to win the league because, you know, if we didn't, these United boys would get cheated. Fergie time, they were inventing ways for us to lose. <laughs> Arsenal always had to go above and beyond to win the league. So now... <laughs> It's only the ninth match of the season. They cheating for us. <laughs> We're bottom of the table team, bro. They they not they not they not doing enough for us right now. I don't know, Marcus. I kind of feel like in the script next week, we can talk about this maybe near the end of the pod when Anthony's around. But you know, you guys playing 
City, all the injuries y'all got, it might be a script for a draw or upset 2 1 win. You never know. Sorry, it's crazy. I'm back. It's not happening. It's, uh, it's six zero. It's gonna. Oh my god, he came in on this one. It's y'all. nice, but we gonna but we gonna have Pep doing that Amazon DVD. Wherever Salah goes, you mark him. <laughs> I did see Man. something about a new DVD. Who's doing a new documentary? Was it City? I read. Did read something that I read too much. I need a national to team is doing one. Which one? Germany. Remember, I asked you if yeah, uh, that one. But I saw something okay. else today about a docu series. I can, I'll try to find it. But we okay. need yeah, our assistant coaches to stop writing books. Yeah, yeah Pep. You, hey, you might and real quick, I'm gonna go right back to that soccer goal one more time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it alone after this. Yeah, it was Henderson. Henderson most definitely kept him on side. So I'm There's saying, no Grandpa Hendo yeah, was like, oh, falling backwards. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he was falling backwards. He he loved, he kept him on side. That was Henderson. <laughs> He from the swimming classes, man. I didn't know what he was doing. I, didn't, I was like, where the floaties at, man? Yeah, right, right. So anyway, I'll leave it alone on this one. But but even but even after that, we get back down and my boys show that show that monster still in them. We got Firmino coming off the bench. Everybody questioning why Sala going off the pitch. So I'll touch on that. I felt like it wasn't so more so that Sala was getting clamped. It's more so that it's a it's the 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 tactics and trying to open him up are so basic since Trent is having a bad time. If you if, when we in a groove, most of the time it's it's Trent the solid. Right now, people people putting two people over there. Like you guys will put yeah, Robinson isn't there. He's bit. a critical playmaker for sure. He's not there. Yeah, so it will be like two people. It will be two. It's two people in that area now. So now, only time that he's getting the ball is those Van Dyke diagonals, and when you don't have, when when pretty much Nunez is not being able to control it in the middle, and you only got that one option out there, yeah, Tomiyasu can 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 time it and do well. I mean, I I did see one time late in the match where where Salah did freak him, but he did, and then, then what did he do with it? Did he pass it backwards? I mean, no, he passed it to the side. Oh, similar, similar, side of back, you know. It was, it was sick. But I mean, in that match, I never, I never thought we were gonna win it after that first goal. I mean, yeah. to be honest, when everybody keep blaming Trent, also it's like that really wasn't his fault. It was more so like how y'all was saying before. It was more so Hendo fault in that goal as well because he played the ball and gave he gave up possession in that aspect, and it left it left it leaky. Mm-hmm. And then uh what is that? Matup tried to come up and close. Matup had a terrible game. Yeah, it's like amazing. yeah, he did. It's like whoever is Dexter Van Dyke turning into Lavern right now, bro. I need <laughs> Kanate back Van on the pitch. Van Dyke is ahead, not superhuman Sorry. anymore. He can't cut. I was about to say that, anymore. yeah. So I wouldn't so even now, say that. So now it's the midfield. It's no midfielder to, to yeah, be the buffer. Ahead. I would say no midfielder to be the buffer. But what what would you say as like as a, like not being a fan of pool? Well, from I what I've you... seen from watching the game on Sunday, Gabriel Jesus didn't score, but he had a phenomenal game. He was holding up play, making the right runs, clearing space. He was stretching play, and a lot of times, because Gabriel is a conventional number nine, VVD uh, was trying to mark him. But that young man right now, he's too quick, and VVD doesn't have the skates. And you already know Matic doesn't have the skates. That's why 
Konate's presence is very important for Liverpool. He's the fastest um, center back y'all have. And I feel like this summer, y'all should have gotten another son, a, another center back. No, Joe and, actually is faster. Konate Joe, but fast. Joe, do, do you think you can rely on Joe Gomez? You know, he's hurt all the time. Nah. It's like Oxo I actually, and, uh, I actually prefer Joe it, over Konate. But Joe, mm, since his last know. injury, is the same thing. Those guys with those, those taller dudes, those knee injuries, it seemed like they just be scared to run. And I think that's the same thing with Van Dyke. But Jesus did play a hell of a game. I give it to him. But he slow. he's a part of the dark arts as well. Oh. Hey, Marcus, I think I think one of your like you mentioned it, one of your biggest deficiencies is your midfield right now. You got you had two players, you know, Henderson and, and uh Tiago pretty much playing the same thing. I like I, I just really am bewildered that he didn't put Firmino in there. I think that would have been a real uh a difference, a, a, a somewhat of a difference. So I ain't gonna say like the biggest difference, but it would have made a difference in your midfield for sure. Because yeah, at one point you guys had Firmino uh, came in and scored too, by the way. That was a nice goal. Up I didn't mean streets. Fabinho. I meant to say uh, Fabinho. Excuse me. Yeah. I meant to say Fabinho. Um, he should have been. I think he should have been in there, uh, patrolling the uh, the sixth position. And also, like at one point, you guys had Nunez, uh, Sala, Firmino, and uh, um, who's the fourth person I'm thinking of? But y'all had four attackers up there, huh? Jota, Jota. Yeah, yeah. Jota. There you go. Y'all had four attackers up there. So I was. So I thought you guys were really going to put it on them, but uh, yeah, Arsenal played a hell of a game. Yeah, man. Salute to Arteta. Salute to the squad. Yeah. They fighting hard. Hey, man. We ain't winning no Premier League, but hey, top four, I'm believing. Uh all look Arteta, good. You still under surveillance, but you're looking good, my man. Um, the team is fighting. They believe in each other. I like that we have a cohesive unit. It's a special team, and I'm excited to see where the season ends for us. Hey, hey, all right, all right, all right, man. We done with all that, 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 that lovey dovey. Dream. Oh, Arsenal, we love you. All right, go ahead. Let's go ahead and let's talk about the senior citizen coming off the bench, setting <laughs> records, e money. Let, 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 go ahead, give cover that game for us real quick. I mean, it was a fight like you thought it would be. I mean, right. Everton, United, for whatever reason, you know, they. They struggle with these teams that you think on paper they should beat. And now Everton obviously is not an easy win all, a lot of times anyway, so I give them that. The uh, new rivalry. You know how historically it's United, Liverpool, and nah, you guys knew up is Everton now. That's your level now. Go ahead. No, I, I, I totally agree with you. I think at this point in where United is, I think Everton is right there in the same – pretty much on the same level. Uh, you know, we did a good job of dominating possession – there's a uh, back and forth about whether this was the best first half that they've ever seen United play this year. Mm. Eh, maybe. I mean, if you talk about possession-wise and the way they passed, But sure, it will be scored in the fifth minute. Right, but but what I'm saying is, like, right, I agree. I, I don't think so. I, I don't agree with that. I think it was Liverpool. Sorry, Marcus. But, uh, you know, anyway, uh, I think, you know, they did a good job of of getting themselves together. They didn't fold like in, in previous games they would have. They they didn't panic. They kept, you know, kept patient. They finally broke them down. Um, and, yeah, like you mentioned, uh, Marcus, unfortunately, you talked about knee injuries earlier, and I think Mar uh, Anthony Martial, uh, you know, suffered another injury again. Uh, this is That's his biggest problem. Is his the cycle, bro. The it cycle. is, absolutely. Absolutely. Phenomenal talent, but he can never stay healthy. 
and he can never be consistent, even if he is healthy. So that's another problem. Um, but Ronaldo came on. Uh, excuse me, Cristiano Ronaldo, Dan, my bad, uh, came you, on. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he scored He scored the uh, go-ahead game-winning goal. So, uh, you know, I can't get mad at that. You know, I'm, I'm look, if you contribute to the team, you contribute to the team. And one thing I can give him, as much as I've been off of Ronaldo uh, for the last couple of years, or at least from the second half of last year to now, um, you know, I give him this. He's He's been pr- pretty professional. He trains hard. He, you know, you don't really hear a crazy amount from him. Uh, in the media right now, so I give him a lot of credit for that. We didn't go nowhere. I told you, Anthony, that interview wasn't never dropped. It. Oh yeah, nah, nah, nah. That, that thing's never coming. I mean, three weeks. He said three weeks. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, who does that? <laughs> what goal did? I mean, what was that number goal? Did he break a record with that? Uh, seven hundredth. Seven hundredth club goal. Yeah. Did you wow. like the celebration? E how he was snoozing, Anthony. <laughs> You see Anthony next to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, groupie behavior. You know. Hey, big homie, <laughs> hey, can I do it too? Hey, look, Anthony been balling though, so I get, look, he got he got some uh, clout right now to be in there. All so, it, but hey, anyway. I got a stat. I, I, I'm stat man Dan today. I'm stat, stat man, man Dan. Over. I right, go Anthony for it, Dan, what you got? Stat. You know how many dribbles Anthony <laughs> has this year in the Premier League? How many? Settle. You know how much Allison has? One. <laughs> 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 he asks, hey Marcus, you let Anthony hang out with Allison for dribbling lessons, man. Hey, he'll teach him a thing or two. He might trick a goal once. Uh, but yeah, but and at the end of the day, Marcus, it was a, a well-needed win. It was something we needed to kind of bounce back from in the Premier League. At least we, you know, we had a struggle over the uh, on Thursday with uh with uh with our um, Europa League uh, team that we played. So that was not easy to win. But, you know, we're, we're hopefully in the right direction, you know, building on uh, what Ten Hag wants. Uh, we've shown that we can be adaptable. You know, now, like this game here, we held possession. We look, and I get it, it, it is Everton. At the same time, we showed some progress about where we want to be as a team. Uh, still got a long, long way to go, as evidenced by last week against uh, City. So, um, but yeah, I thought it was a good game overall. At the end of the day, I think Casemiro had some ups and downs. He he gave the ball away a few times, yeah. but he made a great pass to uh, Cristiano Ronaldo uh, for the go-ahead goal. Yeah. Um, Diego Delo, um, he had a pretty bad game. I mean, he gave the ball away like six or seven times, uh, especially in 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 uh, the defensive third. I mean, I. Obviously, you know, it, it that can cause a goal, and it luckily it didn't for him. But, um, so yeah, did, I, I think it was didn't a good game. Casemiro, uh, it wasn't his uh turnover the the turnover that gave them that goal, correct? Yeah, he gave yeah, him the first yeah, goal, the turnover. Yeah. On that. Wow, no academy. So, yeah, yeah. so the funny can, thing uh, is, Marcus, and real up? quick, the funny thing is, Marcus, that that. The goal with Cristiano Ronaldo, he gave the ball away on that one. Yeah, he got it back. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean, yeah, he he had a, I think he had a, a little nerve wracking game. Uh, you know, his first start in the Premier League, so I think he got a good taste of, of how that's going to look. Um, I, I think he'll be say fine. This real quick, I, I need to apologize to everybody out there. I'm sorry for saying Casemiro's the best defensive midfielder in the world. I'm my bad. I'm stupid. I didn't. Know hey, that. I I, I co signed with you. I'm saying so. Don't worry. Um, but anyway, yeah, overall, we needed it. We bounced back and uh, on to Newcastle this weekend. All right, all right, let's go ahead and uh, hear from Ant with the robot check. What's going on over there? 
Whoa. Yeah, man. Uh, if we're going to go off today, the robot was in the shop resting. Uh, on my well, team. First on off, my... let's let, go ahead and touch off uh, the weekend. Everybody wanted to touch the weekend. What y'all do over there? Hey, man, we won like, what was it, 4 0? I don't even remember, though. Yeah. It just be happening all the time. Yeah, man, it just happens. We get wins. Honestly, I'm dealing with uh, CTE from my personal team, uh, two left feet losing yesterday. So it, it happened on the field, y'all. Like, we got scored on, and then I got subbed off. I don't even know if I got subbed off before the goal or after the goal, but they were like, yeah, get one back. And I was like, we got scored on? Did you oh. sub yourself off? Nah, I didn't set myself off the the the, the coach something. <laughs> hey, man, nah, um, nah, rotation. You it's unlimited subs in these leagues, so you can come back on and off. Oh, but uh, the real not. the real highlight of yeah. uh the weekend was Cancelo to me. Yeah, that goal, that um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really Holland. Yeah, he got his goal. I really don't remember it. I was more um, <laughs> yeah, Cancelo. Cancelo's joint was tight to me. That yeah. joint. It was, was the Foden show this weekend, wasn't it? Man, it was a city show, but it, it was the, the designer <laughs> Cancelo show, man. Like, honestly, we won, but I was mad I wasn't able to watch y'all's match, Arsenal versus Liverpool. Um, I was, you know. You had a good reason, though. Yeah, getting spiritually fed. Come yeah. on, got to do it. Uh, but that was the match I was really looking forward to. And then I'm getting texts, seeing how hot it was. I'm like, dang, that's that's kind of that's kind of tight. Um, so I still need to watch the replay. City's doing city things. Um, we're gearing up for y'all this week coming up. That's why the machine was resting during our Champions League match against Copenhagen. Yeah. What happened? What happened today? I I I seen the results and I seen the highlights, but I, I want to hear what your thoughts on. Hey man, I was telling Dan if Alvarez is up front, we gotta we we gotta uh call back up those tactics from last season when Foden was running the false nine. Because they was trying to put it at that man's feet, and he was getting bodied. Hey, you know what it reminded me of? It was like when uh, Chelsea, when Tuchel had Sterling playing the striker, and it was whipping it crosses. <laughs> get it? Yeah, it, it, he was getting uh, eclipsed by both center backs. Actually, the whole back, the whole, okay, City was down a man first, that, first oh, yeah. off, and Copenhagen – Still was parking the bus. It was very spooky. It was weird. It was a, a dry game. Embarrassment um, of football. Yeah, if Holland was in there, we probably could have got a, a goal easily. But that's why I say Alvarez may need to drop back. But our red card hurt hurt our team because it made Mares get subbed off for Ruben Diaz. And I believe without Mares on the right wing, um, Alvarez needed some help. He's just too small. He he needed to drop more in the midfield and play false nine instead of how they wanted him to play like he was Holland. And so Dan and I brought up uh, was talking about how the Holland effect. Dang, what was it, Dan? The Ewan effect? It oh, the Ewan effect. Yeah, it may be. How, yeah, when he was hurt, his team still thrived. But yeah, with y'all, yeah, y'all didn't do nothing. Yeah, it's it may be opposite with this. We may be too yeah. reliant on Holland, so we got to figure out to brace ourselves for unfortunate circumstances if they happen. I'm going to just leave it at that. All right, man. Let's go ahead and continue that talk about that Champions League, fellas. Did anybody get to see that Chelsea-Milan match? Yeah, I saw the corruption of the Tomori red card. 
See, it's in the script. Tamori, former Chelsea Academy product. Oh, why don't you fold for your old team? I see the script. Instant red, bro. Like that, they didn't even question it. That was that was, that's what I had a problem with. I thought, yeah, him fighting with Mount. Like at first, I thought it was like a 50-50. Like, don't call that. Just let them fight it out. But the, yeah, the second yank, I was like, yeah, that's a that's a penalty and maybe a yellow. But straight red Champions League, bro. Come on, hey, man. Break it down for me, Marcus. I, I didn't get to see it. What happened? Man, so uh, it was a, actually a good little pass into Mount, then in the box, and uh, pretty much outside of the box, and like uh, Tamore and uh, Mount going at it. Mount, the only problem I think that the referee really could have is that his hands, Tamore's hands were already at his shoulder. And maybe at, when Mount went to the ground, maybe you could see him hit his face. And just because of that, you know, they're so sensitive to those head collisions, that's when they went on and just instantly. But I would say that match overall, uh, as soon as that red happened, it was it was a wrap for uh, Milan. They had one clear chance with Giroud. They played it in the box. Nobody jumped up with him, and then he he headed it over the box. But overall, it was pretty much Chelsea dominance. It was a, and then their second goal came from an awesome build up from a uh, Aubameyang. He finessed uh, Raheem for the goal also. <laughs> 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 gotta do it he's a striker man gotta be selfish right anthony blue lock <laughs> hey yeah you gotta have that dog in you when you a striker man we, got, we can talk about it on this uh sh- on this show because it is a based on soccer too a new <laughs> soccer anime is out trying to find the uh they're trying to build the most selfish striker in japan so they can win the world cup <laughs> hey, that's crazy, Anthony. <laughs> that, nah, that is crazy. Erling Holland and Cristiano Ronaldo origin story, man. Yeah, they, <laughs> Dan, tell them they dropped the uh, actual quotes from Pele, and uh, yeah, they was, had a uh, Pele quote when Antona. he talked about uh, the best goalie, defender, midfielder. It's all me. He had they had a quote from Ephraim's brother, the legend <laughs> Eric Cantona where he talked about, he had like, you know, a selfish comment, you know, he's a great character. Oh, yeah. And they talked, uh, I forgot who else they referenced, but they had a guy, Noel Noah, French striker. Did you know he beat Messi and Cristiano for the Ballon d'Or one year? <laughs> he said he would rather win 4-3 and he scores a hat trick. He would rather lose 4-3 and his team scores a hat trick than his team win 1-0 and he doesn't score. Well, that's what they're trying to build. They're trying to build baby Cristiano Ronaldo's man. But the, but the main character didn't realize that that his favorite player was that selfish, and so he's <laughs> he's finding out like, oh yeah, that that's that's me too. And so, hey man, this joint looks like it's about to be fun. Hey, since you bring up selfish guys, there you we go. can also talk about Mister PSG. What? Whoa, whoa, Mister. I don't want to be Mister PSG anymore. Mister <laughs> Kylian Mbappe. Yeah, Anybody man. seen that story? Yes. I don't want to be in Paris. Uh, he's no trying more. to leave by January, apparently. I saw he scored today in the Champions League, and uh, they showed the owner and somebody else sitting next to him. Yeah, they saw Messi as well. Niggas was looking straight. Looking straight. They showed Messi looking straight. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, like. It reminded yeah, me of a future of a classic future line when he said talking with a straight face, nigga, I ain't smiling. They weren't yeah. happy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't respect him for none of that. Shouldn't have signed the contract. He already knew 
I feel like he knew the temperature in the locker room. He knew why he wanted to stay to be the top dog. If not, you should love that you went in with two greats by your side. But I mean, obviously there's some issues or whatever. I don't know, man. He, I think he's stupid. It was a 1-1 draw, by the way, with Benfica. Once mm-hmm. again, two, the, both goals were penalties. So Yeah, a trick was, off, a tricking by Ferrate in the penalty. You know, lunging for no reason. He's a hothead. You know, one of his favorite players growing up is Zidane, so he don't be known with mm. the times. Yeah, I'm not I'm not with it either, Anthony. I'm with you. I like I, I don't like it. He he's losing a lot of respect for me as time goes on. Um, I honestly didn't know that much about his personality until this year when a lot of this stuff started coming out more. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm losing a lot more respect for, for him for the way he's playing or the way he's acting, I should say. Man, he's not Kobe. He's not George. Sorry to use right. basketball references, but <laughs> it is he's turning into a cancer in a sense. And it's like, it's yeah. funny. At first, I thought it was laughable. I thought it was like him flipping what Neymar was doing on on, on the team. But you got to understand, like, Neymar brought his people over there. You didn't bring nobody French over here. Mm. So so that, that locker room not going to rock with you the same way. And it's like, you can't just come out of nowhere and do, like, this villain type stuff. Like, I'm taking the penalties now. Like, you could tell the vibe when he took the penalty today. Like, it's like, why Messi not taking it? Because Messi's is shaky at penalties. Neymar is better than that. He is. But, you know, they, they like to pay respect out there. But I think, yeah, there you go, the respect thing. Right. So I let me say this real quick because I like what he's doing. Okay, he is doing what Kobe Bryant did. Did Kobe Bryant not break up a dynasty because he wanted to be number one? Mbappe wants to be number one. That's what this sport is about. Like we talked about Blue Lock, he wants to be the man. Cristiano Ronaldo is his favorite player of all time, but. Luckily for Cristiano, he didn't have to fight anybody for number. Well, he kind of did because at United, he was a low winger for years. Rude Nisteroy shitted on him. And then he (laughs) became a dog boy and the player we see. But y'all remember, if you're a football student, you guys know the year 2009 when he transferred to Real Madrid. Why did he leave? Why would you leave United? You just won Ballon d'Or. You won Champions League the year before. Start something new. Yeah, you lose the Champions League final to Barcelona. So what do you want to do? I want to go to Real Madrid. I want to I want to chase that. And he came in the same window as Kaká, who also won a Ballon d'Or the year before. Kaká got hurt, so it got to be Cristiano's team. But Cristiano, who knows? If Kaká never got hurt, they would have fought over the roster. We know that. That's the ego of this. And last year, Mbappe was the best player on the team. By far, he led the league in goals and assists, was among the league leaders in the Champions League in goals. He was balling. He stays because he sees my role is increasing in the team. Neymar and and Messi are getting older. This is my squad. Little does he know, Neymar and Messi come back reinvigorated. And now, because Mbappe is a little brat, he has 11 goals or 12 goals now this year and what, like 14, 15 appearances. He's balling. But no assist, he's not passing to nobody. So, hey, I see it as a problem with ego, but it's normal. It's sports. He wants to be the man. We saw Neymar leave Barcelona because he wanted to be number one. Then he realized he couldn't be it, so he tried to go back to Barcelona. 
but they were too poor to buy him. Then Messi came. So, I mean, the ego in sports, it'll never change. But they not out. I would say this, though. Those guys you name, and even Kobe, he didn't go out there and tell his coach, I'm not finna play in a certain spot. That's what that's what that's what rumors is. And if that's true, you know what the difference is in basketball, as you know, there's only five positions. They're not going to ask Kobe to play center. He's going to get to play what he wants. Mbappe, we've talked about this uh, before. You know, if you're a student of soccer, you see a lot of times all of y'all can attest to this because y'all have all seen it with your team and players you like in the sport that they try to train a young forward right as a winger Ephraim you can speak to this well being a United fan with Rashford Martial they try to put a Cristiano yeah exactly they try to put a a talented forward wide and then they Mm -hmm. say eventually we'll make you a striker but after all those years of playing out wide they don't want to go to the middle because they have less freedom to roam exactly he that's why he doesn't like being a striker even Cristiano he built himself to be the perfect striker when you look at his finishing, his head and ability, yes. but he always still wanted to play on the left. Yeah. Only time he would play down the middles with Portugal when he's like, all right, I, I am the best option. I got to do it, but it's tough. So, you know, like look at Cristiano, his best striker that he played with, he had Higuain. Higuain eventually left. Why? Because Higuain was like, I'm a scorer. Benzema was willing to sacrifice himself and play the false nine role so that Cristiano could score the goals. That's what they need. If they want it to work, they kind of do need that. But I understand why they couldn't sign it because, you know, they right now they play a 4-3-3. If you bring in a real number nine, then you have to play 4-2-3-1. But Grandpa Messi, Neymar, and Bobby, they don't track back. So it's just weird. It's, it's, it's a bad balance. It's, Neymar, he had to leave, but no one wanted him because he was too expensive. He didn't want to leave. It's not working, but yeah, it, it's geek. But I don't blame Mbappe. This is what it means to be a superstar. He wants to be the face of the sport. And I give you that, man. But, but let me ask, man, would, would it be easier for him to go somewhere else and try to be the man or do what he's doing here with the toxic – you know, the attitude, the maybe what seems to be a toxic relationship with, you know, a, a legend in the game um, and Neymar as well. Uh, and hey, probably man, his team. Legend, so, do you think yeah. it's easier for him to go somewhere else and do this? I don't know, because as y'all can understand, because of his salary, it's not many options. One of them was going to leave another part. Yeah, I don't think. The reason why I think he didn't go to Real Madrid is because Benzema is about to win the Ballon d'Or and they just mm-hmm. won the double. And Vinicius is ascending and Rodrigo's ascending. And Luka yeah. Modric is still balling another former Ballon d'Or winner. He knows that's not his team. You're a part of the machine. Yeah. But that's what he needs. He needs to go just like LeBron needed to go to Miami to have a Pat Riley as a as in the as an exec and have a young Eric Spolstra as a coach, that's what Mbappe needs. Because you can't do this rubbish with Florentino Perez and Ancelotti. <laughs> he doesn't respect the, that's true. You know, the board at Paris the same way. So LeBron, LeBron will bring you home, bro. Come on over to Liverpool for yeah. a little quick vacay. Do a quick okay, yeah, look. 
that's perfect, Marcus. So that's what I was going to ask you all. Like, who, who would take him? Like, would you guys want him on your team? As a, I'll take him as a rental. Pretty <laughs> much the same contract that uh, Erlen Holland got. And we'll give him all those release clauses as well. Yeah. Oh, but do you guys notice that today all this stuff about Mbappe wants to leave, the sporting director wants to leave, all these mm-hmm. things come out. The sporting director says it's false. He ain't going nowhere. He ain't never told us he's unhappy. And now, also today, Erlen Holland, 200 million release clause. You think it's a coincidence that the two best players, young, the two best young players that are projected to be the faces of future of football, that this transfer stuff is out today on them? Y'all think it's a coincidence? Because I don't. Nah. See the narrative. Who do you think's behind this nefarious act, Dan? <laughs> the Marca newspaper in Spain and that big dog himself, the man, the godfather, Florentino <laughs> Perez. I got to cook up my ops. I'm spreading Super League propaganda and I need to confuse my opposition. Let's Let's rattle them a little bit. That's what I think is going on. This is propaganda from the uh, Madridistas, man. I would agree with that. It's, uh, <laughs> honestly, I talked to y'all about it. I don't care if Holland leaves. If we get a CL this year, he can go. Man, he can go this summer, honestly. <laughs> so I, I believe it is our opposition trying to fluster our minds. He, he had Pep stuttering. Last week, like, uh, there's no release clause in Holland's contract, uh, or at least tied to me that, I, like, blah, blah, blah. And then we find out there is a release clause in his contract. It's just not the specifics that they were talking about last week. So it is something leaking out, but it don't really matter, man. Yeah, you, you bring up how everybody wants to go to, to the top designer clubs, and Real Madrid is one of those designer teams, yada, 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 blase, blah, yo. My best player, he can go over there. Just like Marcus said, hey, I'll, he'll he'll take Mbappe on the on the rental. It don't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They they can do all that. And if they go, they go. Mbappe, funny, he should have made that designer move and didn't. And now we're here today still talking about him. So it's, it's whatever, man. If he goes to Real Madrid, he ain't the main man. I mean, that's like I said, and you already know, Benzema is the best striker for France, but he was hurt, so Giroud plays. Mbappe would play better with Benzema, but Benzema is a man about goals too. I don't think the Cristiano Ronaldo, or the, sorry, the Benzema that played with Cristiano and was willing to do the dirty work for someone else to shine, I don't think he's willing to do that anymore and go back to that life. When nah. you're in steak, do you want to go back to eating Spam? Yeah, he tasted too much... Uh... Yeah, good shit. He's he's good. He's been in them top restaurants. He's good to go. Yeah, he's about to win the Ballon d'Or. Neymar's never going to win that. And he left Barca to do that. It's not happening. Damn. Hey, man. Like I said once before, you can be a thought. We, we had a couple of those before. Um, if you want to come over here, play in the same league as Holland before he go to Madrid, when uh, Benzema leave, Liverpool's here. Just give Klopp a call. We got you, dog. Whose spot is he taking in the starting lineup? 
Hey, relax yourself, Nunez. <laughs> doesn't Damn. want to play striker, remember? He doesn't want to. Yeah, be- so he can play the left. Oh, so Luis Diaz, sit down. I mean, yeah, I mean, no. I'm going to be honest with you. I'll see if Diaz played the right and Salah, you can go. Oh, Lord. Wow. Hey, you just gave wow. a deal. He had his shirt off at the beach smiling with the money. Okay. We are off on Salah now. Okay. Hey, man, he get old. He almost says him 30. Yeah, I give you that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought brothers can play well until they're, you know, mid-30s, man, with the right training. I mean, they told they telling me that my name was washed at 31. So what what I what I gotta expect. Well, you know, I mean, he's been, you know. Dang, giving up on Salah so fast and easily is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, for the best player in the league, for I mean in the game. Yeah, arguably, yeah, Mbappe. Nah, I feel you. Yeah, yeah, that's that's worth you know getting rid of somebody for. But yeah, enough, enough of Mbappe and him, him being a disappointment. Let's touch on another Whoa, disappointment. disappointment. Yeah, <laughs> no man. You know, we're gonna touch on Bayern and them drawing this. That's weekend. the disappointment. Okay, did you guys get to see that? Because uh, it was a bit action packed towards the end of that match. Their classic, you already know, Marcus. That joint is must see TV. That's one of the best rivalries in the sport, and it was exciting. Uh, did you get the CD from it? Was fun, man. Yeah, I did. Now, I did. Now, how did y'all feel about um the first half? Because I feel like Modesta was making the right runs, but Dortmund couldn't really find them. Like, uh, did y'all like Jude's like new role? It's like he's like a number ten, number eight. I like it. I like how he yeah. roams and he's getting more active in the game. Of course, he's only nineteen, but it's fun to see him growing in his role. The yeah. youth, the youth on that team is is next because they got the seventeen year old boy. Mukuku, he, that's my man. Yeah, that's my FIFA uh, transfer for all my FIFA guys. Yeah, get him on the <laughs> yeah, cheap cheap for sure. Yeah. He becomes but, a football manager too. He becomes the best player in the world. Hey, I might have to be on the lookout. We're gonna have to fight for that one. Um, <laughs> I would say, I would say, homie. Um, Mo, what is it, Modesta? His his touch is like Lukaku a little bit, man. Yeah, he shook. He shook, man. He, he's still nervous, <laughs> you know, because you remember uh, they only signed him because unfortunately Sebastian Haller has cancer. He's not able to play, so they had to sign another striker. Mm-hmm. As an emergency option, they pick Modesta. Also, Malin is uh trash. He he is not worth that money. Well, another Arsenal Academy product. I mean, what do I tell you, Marcus? When you put those young boys and they say they strikers, when they end up on the wing, they don't they never learn how to be a striker, or they don't want to do it because they're too used to having the freedom on the wing. Yeah, he's looking like a waste so far. What did you see? E? I thought the first half, uh, I think I mentioned in the chat, I thought Dortmund seemed like they may have had the best chances at first. And then as yeah. soon as I text that in, but what happened as soon as I text that, Dan? Who scored? <laughs> Goretzka. So, I mean, uh, yeah, that was yeah, I thought Dortmund looked yeah. Sorry, <laughs> go ahead. Well, no, I'll just say, yeah, that was funny. The Goretzka goal happening right after that. <laughs> but yeah, I thought, I thought Dortmund looked good the first part of the, uh, like the first. Very you know, like the first 30 minutes or so of the first half. Um, 
but then Dortmund, you know, then Bayern came back and uh and and, and scored that goal. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was a great game as usual. Like that, you you call it, man. That game is probably one of the more exciting games to watch, uh, at least right now um, in modern times. So I, I always look forward to watching it, and um, it's real fun, especially when they play in in uh, in Dortmund when they play at the the Signal in, in, in Aguna, Aguna, whatever it's called. Um, it's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful game to watch. Did anybody get to peep the quick little duel between? The two young promising German, I mean German boys, Jude and uh and Moose. Well, he, you know. He finessed Dortmund's midfield and Jude said, No, 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 you're not going past me. No yeah. means no today. Lay <laughs> <laughs> down. Jude stand out. Yeah, that game showed me a lot from him. Of course, he got the yellow card. He was active. But what I was impressed by also was hey man, Sane learning how to become an inside forward playing on the right. He's been bossing scored again. Um, You know, it could be pretty tough to learn a new position in the middle of your career, especially when you've had the mentality to be played as a conventional wing or a playmaker. Now they're asking you to be an assassin and he's getting it, man. He scored his school goal was a banger too. So I'm impressed with Sané. He's a talented player, but it always seemed like he didn't have that dog in him. But I see this system now that they have with this front four. And y'all also notice with no Muller starting their attack, they scored two goals, but the attack was not as fluid with Nabry leading the line. We'll say, yeah. Yeah, yeah overall, good. overall, um, with the game, I would say that that when they got those two goals. Um, they they had a lot of opportunities to get the third goal, yeah. but that connection from the midfield to the front three wasn't there. Like you said, without Muller, the ball would go to the outside and it, it would never really come back in. I would come back in kind of sloppy and it would just be random shots. I thought. Um. Also, what is that? When they after that first goal from uh Dortmund. And then we got Coleman just doing the with the having a brain fart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we knew it was going downhill because it the was like they outnumbered. And one thing I would like to say, man, is I feel like Nigelsman, for him to, you know, try to take this team to another level. I know Sabitzer is your boy from the Red Bull days, but nah, sit, nah. sit that boy down. Nah, nah. He's he's the weak link in the midfield. Yeah, give Gravenberch a chance. That I'm young sorry, man is special, bro. When I, and I know that's one of the reasons he went to Bayern is because he saw, hey, they give young players a chance. Right. I think he is the one that deserves more playtime next to. Man. Of course, everybody knows the main two is Kimmich and uh, Gretz, I think Gravenberch deserves to get put in that rotation, man. I mean, I've been talking about him all season, so yeah, yes, man, that's my boy. He too. needs to go in there. The, the dude, the, the guy is poised on the ball. He looks really. You think Jude Bellingham? I'm like I said, I'm. I'm. It's hard to say who's better between the two, but I'm telling you, I think Ryan Gravenberch. He 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 will definitely uh, uh, turn some heads the way he plays. I, I watched him a lot. I watched a lot of Ajax games uh, last year. I mean, Ajax, excuse me, games last year. He looks really phenomenal in the midfield. Yeah, that's my boy, man. And, hey, man, how did y'all feel about that goal in the 95th minute? Do you think it was a fair result for the match to end in a draw? 
I loved it, man. I loved it because uh, that statement that the coach of Dortmund made before the game, when he was like, we're tired of being the stepbrothers and we're tired of every time we're in the big game, we we crumble. Yeah. It was like it was like you proving your message in the aspect, like stand strong. Yeah, I, I liked it too because it's also showing like we we all predicted. I think we all predicted Bayern would be the top club in in the Bundesliga, but right now they're sitting third. So um, I think this was a this was a great result. I think it, was, it shows that there's some definitely some competition out there for uh, for the Bundesliga, uh, which you know at least myself I, I didn't think there would be much. So. I'm I'm happy to see this. I'm really excited about what the Bundesliga can do for the rest of the season. So uh, later on, I mean, this week we got the El Clasico. Uh, supposedly, I see that the rumors is Big Ben's is supposed to be coming back. Um, you guys ain't got any thoughts about that? Hey, Marcus, I got the first pick in the fantasy draft. <laughs> You're sicko. Hey, I didn't do it on purpose. You're the one that asked me before the draft, what would I do with the first pick? Now I'm really spinning. <laughs> what was the question, you, El Classico? Are, hey, man, are whatever, you the, man, man. Are you the commissioner in this league? Yes, <laughs> I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nasty. Oh, hey, man. <laughs> Yahoo randomly picks the order, boss. I can't control it. El Classico, though, man. Real Madrid. <laughs> They, hey, I mean, uh, Barca is first place in the league. Lewandowski has been on form. They still having problems figuring out the best forwards to play next to him because Dembele has been quiet for the like the past month. I think uh, Real Madrid is going to win the match. Uh, Barca would have a chance if they had other players in form, but I don't see it right now. Yeah, I can uh, see Real uh, winning this one as well. Um, I just like the way they're structured. I really do. I, I don't know. I just I felt I'm falling in love with their midfield. I mean, especially the young talent they have on the midfield. So, um, but I know it's still uh, Modric and and Cruz's jobs to lose. So, but uh, I like their depth. I like what they I like what they have to offer. And like you said before, uh, they they're a machine sometimes. So, man, yeah. I, I got Real Madrid winning two one. True. Madrid. True. Yeah. I was about to say, will my question is, will Lubadowski show up? Because in the Champions League, when it's a hot game, he kind of was quiet. Um, That's and I think, disrespectful to that man. Am I lying? People, yeah, it's. I get it. It's internet jokes. I get it. But this man, do they not know who Robert Lewandowski is? I've seen this man score four goals against Real Madrid in the Champions League. I've seen this man carry Dortmund to a final. I've seen him win the trouble with Bayern. I've seen this man show up in big moments for a decade. And if you kids, and I, and I also, if you kids think this man is a ghost in, in big matches, <laughs> you just started watching the sport. Hey, Dan, I'll even add to that real quick. Like going back and looking at some of his Champions Leagues in the previous years, his his returns have been pretty good. He's like the fourth all time leading scorer in Champions League history. Exactly. That's what I'm saying they don't watch the sport if they don't know that. <laughs> Thank you. Like last year, ten matches he had thirteen goals. Yeah, that's the year what before I'm that, saying. six matches he had five goals. The year before that, ten matches he had fifteen goals. So it goes on and on. So his his return is ridiculous. So yeah, I'm I'm going to say he 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 may have a cold spell right now in the Champions League, but overall, oh yeah, he shows up. 
the all-time leading scores in the Champions League. Cristiano one, Messi mm-hmm. two, ben, uh, Lewandowski three, Benzema four, Raul five. These are all kings of the sport, man. And I will also say, uh, Dan, it, speaking on averages, if he's averaging a goal a game this year in the Champions League, so he's, his return is is pretty good. That's what I'm saying. They're not watching him if they say he don't yeah. show up in big moments. He had one mediocre uh, game. Yeah. And he's not he like he hasn't won the Champions League either. So he, he's got that in his back, too. What have you done for Barca lately? That is that is the question I hear. Because Holland has been going crazy, we haven't noticed that Lewandowski is balling, Kane is balling, oh. Neymar is balling, Mess. There's a lot yeah. of niggas balling right now. Yep, Holland's taking the limelight, and deservedly so. He's yeah, been for sure. Killing it. But these other strikers are doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, I mean, Benzema, I said, not sorry. Uh, Holland is running away with the European golden shoe at 15, but behind him is Lewandowski with nine, so he ain't oh. quite. And he has eight, two assists for you guys that like passing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It hey, is man. funny because the assist didn't become a big thing until like what? Yeah, like years last ago, year, nah, bro. Last year, I mean, you seen it. The Premier League just made the Playmaker of the Year exactly. award. I think yeah. Anthony yeah. Had, had to help them make the design. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. KDB had to get some recognition, man. Yep. He was <laughs> the first one, I think, to get it. That's why Anthony had to make sure the award looked nice. Breaking, uh, what what Pep say? Gerard records? What record? Oh, yeah, eighth place in the Premier Yeah, I don't know, man. People like bothering Stevie G. We <laughs> forgot to talk about this, but uh, you guys saw like a week or so ago, Luis Suarez said Fidi Valverde reminded him of uh, Stevie G, and then Ancelotti said, I agree, and he can be even better. I'm like, whoa, why do people keep bothering Stevie G? They he must relax. be the template. He might yeah. be the template for the midfielder. He, so it's great. Valverde yeah. might be my player of the season right now, though. I'm not gonna lie for him, not because that's not his position. That he, he playing right back, right? Uh, you know, he's a right winger and also plays midfield. midfield. Maybe uh, what's my man's name? Vasquez be playing backup right back for Carvajal. Yeah, because Carvajal stay hurt. Yeah, I got um, some glasses. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, who y'all got? Let's go ahead and go into the champagne um champagne goals of the week. Who y'all got? <laughs> Today, Joe Cancelo, man, with the banger. That oh hold on, hold on. Whoa, it wasn't today. Nah, it was from this weekend. This weekend. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, yeah. Joe Cancelo, that <laughs> banger was beautiful, man. You know I'm biased for anybody that's not an attacking player scoring a pretty goal so that was nice but he does wear number seven so they think he's an attacking i'm gonna go with uh leon goretzka uh against um dortmund um it shouldn't have been a goal but i'm gonna give it to him only because it was from outside the 18 yard box so uh yeah i'm going with leon gave him the, the lead on after, like 33 minutes i gotta go with y'all Cancelo, man like Dan said, uh, 
a defensive player pushing pushing forward for a goal like that. And he broke down uh James Ward Prowse. Like the breakdown was nice. Um, yeah, one of the best defensive midfielders in England, man. He's a good player. Yeah, I know. So that's it was it's crazy chopper. It was nice. Well, you said today, and I'm gonna go with Abamiang. He started to play, he finished the play, and he had a little spin move in between. <laughs> so I'm fooling with him. Nice, oh. nice. Um, after that, man, who y'all got in the club with you, though? Oh, you already know. We in the club, Marcus. Arsenal FC. We might as well have our own club right now. Do y'all want to come? Yeah. Put put a bag on the head. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Come on, man. I'm in the club in there with with Mares. Uh, What? Yes. That don't sound like the club. That sound like the hookah bar, man. Nah, yeah, man. Mar- hey, oh, Mar- man. hey, he's still not here. He must be in the club. He got subbed out today from uh, after he missed the penalty. penalty right? And I think yeah. I didn't see him. The, I, they didn't show him on the sideline. It didn't show him after the match. I think he was already at the club. So I'm gonna just say he's in the club right now. <laughs> well, a- I oh go ahead, go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I got two people. I got my boy Sane with the slick back looking like Virgil Van Dyke. <laughs> and I got my boy, Mr. Mount, for his performance today. Hey, for my old school people, my one of my homies said Sane was looking like slick from Harlem Nights, man. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, I'm going to go... I'm- I'm gonna do like Dan did. Instead, I'm, I'm gonna name four teams instead of one. I'm gonna name Napoli, Atalanta, Lazio, and Udinese because they're holding off the big dogs in the uh, in the Serie A right now. So they're the top teams in that order uh, in Serie A. I know it's early, but they're bowling for sure. For sure. Now, before well, we go, Marcus, you gotta bless us with that MLS minute, man. Please. <laughs> Took a little hiatus. We was looking at decision day, looking at Cincinnati smash, get DC 5-2. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but we got the uh MLS playoffs this week. LAFC got the bye week, Philly got the uh bye week on the other side. This week we got LA uh Galaxy versus Nashville. Yeah, LA Squeeze got up in there. We got the Red Bull versus uh Cincinnati. Uh, then we got Dallas versus Minnesota, NYC versus Inter Miami. We got uh, Austin versus Real Salt Lake, and then we got uh, Montreal versus Orlando. And we're gonna be back next week with them results, and we're gonna go ahead and give who I, who we think our pick is to go ahead and get that uh get that thing on cup MLS Cup. Hey, but before we get up out of here, shouts out to Mikatar for getting that uh MLS Golden Boot. Hopefully they're gonna hit get that boy that uh that M- I mean the uh the MVP. But we'll let you know next week. It was the MLS minute. We out. Thank you, Marcus. That was beautiful and hey, man.
this was a fun show, you know. Like I said in the beginning, it's about the script and, you know, the dramatics. I've been feeling that it's a lot of it is fabricated, but hey, if it's fake, hey, let us win the U.S. I don't want to, and y'all watch, y'all watch wrestling as a kid. I don't want no USA championship. I don't want a TV championship. I don't want a European championship. I want the world title. And I want it, Man City. We coming for you, nigga. Oh, I'm sorry. Shout out Booker T. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a yes. long season. And uh, can't wait for the race to really uh, get to the final stretch. And we'll revisit this conversation. For sure, for sure. Hey, Dan, can I say one thing real quick? Go ahead, man. Put thing. some pressure on us for next week. Uh, We're going to preview or review, excuse me, FIFA 23. Oh yeah, put that out there, yeah, so we can really do it this time for sure. And oh yeah, yep. I heard, I heard y'all start off with saying I was playing. I, I, I won five three. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> we got pro club tryouts, man. Whoa, hey, man. we got to start that, y'all. Yeah, let's hey, do man. it. My last thing is Liverpool fans, Scousers. Our, our Premier League season is over. Top four is is what we aiming for, but the Champions League is it. We out. Oh, wow. Okay. Thank you for that statement, Marcus. I'm sure the Liverpool faithful appreciates that sentiment. But hey, for Anthony, for Ethram, I'll say Ethram. I'm geek. For Ephraim, let me say his name right because he's a proper player. Marcus, I'm Dan, Champagne Soccer. We in first place, baby. Not for long, though. We out. <laughs>